Bright Sounds, the voice of Brightworld. Hello and welcome back to Bright Sounds. My name is Leah Ferris and as I'm sure many of you are aware, this week is Anti-Bullying Week. I am delighted to be joined by Fiona Lee from Safeguarding.co, who provides bespoke safeguarding and child protection advice, training and consultancies for organisations who work with children and young adults. Fiona has delivered many training sessions to the Bright World team and has been integral to our growth and development in this area. Charlotte is also joining me today and so I will pass you over to her. Hi Charlotte. Hi Leah, how are you? Oh I'm not too bad, and yourself? <laughs> I am good thank you. Hello Fiona. Good afternoon Charlotte and Leah, lovely thank to you. hear your voices again. It is lovely to hear yours as well and hopefully at some point we'll be able to see you in person too. Absolutely. Um, thank you. I know you've been really, really busy at the moment with safeguarding training, Fiona. So thanks so much for taking the time out to talk to us today. So I just wanted to ask you firstly, I wanted to find out why you and Derek are wearing odd socks today. Uh, yes, and that, that was a challenge, although he was quite happy to wear the odd socks, whereas his brother Rodney definitely wasn't going to wear them. Um, but it really is um, to support the anti-bullying uh, campaign this week. And it was the first day of the campaign um, to raise awareness um, to, uh, so a lot of organisations, and I know you did it at Bright World as well, where, you know, all the staff members wear socks as a recognition of the uh, start of the, you know, really valuable campaign. Yes, and just for anyone that doesn't know, Derek is your dog, <laughs> yeah. as, as is Rodney, so he, he's taking part, and, um, and I think the reason behind it, if I'm, if I'm wrong, uh, if I'm not wrong, is that wearing odd socks help us, helps us to remember how unique yes. uh, children are and how unique we all are, in a hope that we can promote the need for, for bullying to, to end. Yes, yeah, because, you know, one of the, you know, and I, there's many reasons why children and young people are bullied and one can be just about their appearance you know and everybody's unique and everybody's different and I think that's really you know part of that campaign. I think it's really nice that it's celebrated in such a way that children um, and adults can understand and recognise it. Yeah 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 absolutely you know from all ages um, all walks of life we can all understand you know, you know, the, we all have differences, but it doesn't mean to say as a result of those differences, um, you know, you should be harmed in any way. Yes. And so does bullying feature um, quite a lot in your safeguarding training, would you say, um, to guardians and schools? And if so, how? Um, it is it runs through all of safeguarding training, um, directly and indirectly, because all of our training refers to uh, a lot of um, the leg underpinning legislation and guidance. So for example, you know, you've got the Children Act, um, you've got Keeping Children Safe in Education, all uh, refer to indicators and categories of abuse. And obviously bullying can fall into a number of categories, be it physical harm, emotional harm, it can even be sexual harassment, peer-on-peer uh, -peer abuse. So, yes, there is a lot of focus in every single training session. And so as guardians, sometimes 
we might actually be the ones that hear about a case of bullying first. Um, As you know, our host families sometimes might recognize changes in a student's behavior perhaps. Um, And so knowing exactly how to recognize potential bullying is vital for us. And I just wondered if you could tell our listeners how you've helped us all at Bright World uh, to be more receptive to these signs and these indicators. I think the key, and it's certainly I've been focusing on um, a lot more recently, is you know we all recognise the types of harm um, within our professions, but we all need to improve on recognising uh, changes in behaviour are a, could well be an indicator of various forms of abuse. And um, throughout our, my training not just with yourselves uh, as guardians, but also other organizations, is very much focused on recognizing changes in behaviors as potential indicators of bullying and abuse. And if necessary, you know, understand the value of the use of, for example, chronologies um, from the very start of recognizing that behavior and what is common with the changes in that behavior. And I think if you document it in that way, it helps you understand what's happening a lot quicker. Yes, I th- and I think that's definitely something we've all picked up from you, um, Fiona, is, is documenting things and it's re- how important it is to note everything down, even if, if it might seem insignificant, it helps then to build a picture, doesn't it? Yes, and, and I think also be aware of how we react um, when we speak to children, even our facial movements, you know, how, how uh, you know, our tone of our voice, the importance of listening and staying calm and how can you keep yourself calm? What techniques can you use, you know, to keep yourself calm when children are telling you things that could be quite harrowing? You know, and one technique is just to slow down the way you talk, you know, slow the tone down and that helps reduce the anxiety of the child who is potentially upset having to talk to you about these um, concerning incidents in their lives. Exactly. And I think as guardians, obviously looking after international children, our buddy system that we have in place has helped and it's been extremely effective, we think, um, because it, it does offer an additional outlet for students if they are being bullied um, if they're having any troubles, maybe they feel embarrassed to, to speak to somebody at school or maybe they just want an additional uh, person to, to trust in. Um, so we feel that we've been able to make a real difference, but I just wanted to hear your, your take on how you think we can improve and we can do more to further prevent bullying. Yeah, and, and you've got absolutely the right attitude at Brightwell because you always are looking for improvements, even though you're doing a fabulous job. It's about looking, are we doing enough? Can we improve it? And always kind of updating. Um, and part of the way you update yourselves is by reviewing your training, which is brilliant. Um, but you are engaging with your students. You know, creating that time to talk and listen to those those students is crucial. But also because you have a lot of students from abroad, you know, checking out that they actually understand what we mean by bullying as well and um, how we can help. 
Yes, exactly. And it's so important, I think, in those first few days and weeks for our students. They've never been, some of them have never been to the UK before. They've never travelled away from home. And maybe they are, you know, they are going to, to feel different to the other children in their classrooms who, where English is their first language. So I do think we have a responsibility, um, and thanks for, for what, what you say, but we do have a responsibility to to learn more and, and do as much as we can to make sure we're, we're promoting anti-bullying and that we can we can keep improving. Yes, yeah, and, and I think, you know, I think it is important, particularly when we've seen um, a rise in, in sort of cyberbullying since um, lockdown. Um, so your students, not only are they now in, you know, unknown territories, if you like, um, and maybe feeling isolated. So that kind of pushes them potentially to go online, which will make them more vulnerable. And it's about advising the students how to keep them safe, you know, how to report it, how maybe to block, you know, um, people that are causing offence online to them. You know, there is a lot of advice that can be given to them as well. Exactly. And I think we didn't think of all those things right away, Fiona, when the pandemic first happened. We had lots of children in lockdown overseas or maybe still in the UK with host families. And unfortunately, we did have a few of our students that were vulnerable um, and were targeted by online scammers. Yeah. And this wasn't something we, we'd known about before. So it was really important that we knew how to act um, and that we, we suddenly decided we need to put, needed to put some more advice out on staying safe online and, and making sure that our students knew the risks. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think it's been a learning curve for every single person who has a role and responsibility to safeguard children. And we're still, you know, it's like a moving sand dune, isn't it? You have to keep reassessing and updating how to safeguard children. Yes, no, exactly. Um, and it's, it's interesting you talk about the impact of the pandemic, which is still going on. Um, and so it has highlighted areas. Um, you've mentioned children are living at home, spending a lot more time in host families or in their own families with, with, with their parents overseas. So I think it's, it's really highlighted a few issues. And so that's why our training with you um, is so valuable. So thanks for everything that you do. That's absolutely my pleasure. <laughs> Thank you so much for your insight today, Fiona. It's a topic that's, I think, so close and personal to so many of us, and it's important not to lose sight of it. Uh, and in these current times, especially. Um, Fiona, if somebody would like more information regarding what you do, uh, what would be the best place for them to find you and to find more information? I think if you, if you just go on my website of um, safe-garden.co, um, there, there is obviously email contact and telephone contact details on that website. Wonderful. Fiona, Charlotte, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you listeners for tuning in. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. 
If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website www.brightworldguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Brightworld team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.